confusion with the officials. PC will just start their drive at the 25-yard line. Don't really have much of an explanation to why the mic here for the official uh, not working to its best today. The only thing that I can think of is they're going to say that the football crossed the line in minds and not keep it out of the end zone. Can't be that because on punts it would go to the 20. But that would put you at the 20 and then the, and penalty. Then the five yard penalty okay. would put you at the 25 yard line. Good thought. I believe that would be called very good, very good job of critically thinking, Mr. Helms. But the referees are still out on the field trying to explain what is going on to both teams. It's almost as if they haven't come to a decision of their own yet. Well, the play clock will now start for Presbyterian, who starts their drive at the 25. It's a jet sweep to the far side as he trips over his own legs a little too fast for himself on that one was Deshaun Davis. Well, we've seen Deshaun Davis getting the football a lot on actually running downs, but Deshaun Davis actually had himself a career day with 12 receptions and 125 receiving yards two weeks ago against Florida Tech. And remember, we talked about the other, a couple weeks ago, I believe, is those little touch passes in front on the jet sweeps that get counted as receptions. They're not doing that today. They're actually handing him the ball, so it couldn't be like he had a few of those and they're trying to pad the stats a little bit. They're really trying to get creative and get their playmakers involved. Throw and almost a spectacular catch on the near side to Mr. Davis. That a little too tall, incomplete. Spencer Havard came in to deliver to, to make sure he wouldn't catch it. Well, Gardner Webb got some pressure on Ben Cheek. Cheek has to deliver that football quickly, unable to plant himself, throws that football off his back foot and sells it high. Dante Gordon from Buford, Georgia, checks in to the game. Looks like he'll be rushing from the defensive end position. We're seeing a lot of players we're not used to seeing. And this Gardner-Webb defense has had the injury bug bite them quite a bit. It had hurt this Running Bulldogs offense as well, but getting Kyle Horton back last week was certainly helpful. Three-man rush for the Dogs. Quarterback going to keep it himself, trying to pick up enough for the first down. He gets brought down. Thomas Adams comes up and makes a great tackle on Ben Cheek as Cheek was just trying to dance around and pick up a few, and he hobbles off the field. May, might have rolled his ankle on that one, brought down by Adams and Jeter on the play. And that certainly will be something to watch is if Cheek comes out on Presbyterian's next offensive drive, a Presbyterian team that has already had to play three different quarterbacks this season as a result of injuries. Brett Norton comes out for a third time today. This will be the second punt as the first one was a fake. Henderson back to return. He stands at his own 30-yard line. Dogs send three and set up to return. Fair catch. Called for by Henderson, and the Dogs will start at their own 32-yard line. 10-0 with 13-17 remaining here in quarter number two. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org.
online Bachelor of Science in Business Administration from Gardner-Webb University offers an affordable opportunity to complete your degree, allowing you to aspire to greater professional mobility and higher... Hey, Han, I'm just going to let you know, because ESPN is here, we'll have pretty consistent media timeouts. And I'll try to let you know specifically that it is a media timeout, and those are typically well, a little longer. So probably, probably about three commercials on those. Sunbelt Rentals has the equipment you need from Okay, so you need one more now. And with more than um, locations, we're sure to have one convenient to you. No, we'll come back a little early. It's just hard to tell because the guy on the field kind of gets told whenever there's no consistent formula to it. Sunbeltrentals.com for a location. So we can come back right after this. Awesome, thank you. Rent it now. Gardner-Webb has done a great job on the defensive side of the ball, holding Presbyterian only 76 total yards so far in this game. On the other side, the running Bulldogs have 181. Well, this Gardner-Webb defense shut out Benedict last week in a 45-0 win, so now five straight quarters with allowing a point. Very good statistic there. Tyler, I guess that's why we call you the stats guy between the two of us. Well, just a quick shout-out to the people back at the the station studio, Hannah, Dave, and Jeff Powell, the people that make everything. We do thank to you guys back at the studio. We're still in a media timeout as it looks like we're just about up for the worldwide leader in sports. As ESPN booth right next to us. And on the far side, Estes offset. To Maxwell's right. As we officially have the play clock start here at Spangler Stadium. Kyle Horton in motion. Looked like a, another nice little distraction play there, and that's why Horton was in the game for the possibility of the triple option. At the end of the day, they hand it to the up-back Lewis, who gains about three yards. Well, if there was one thing that this running Bulldogs offense it's could improve on so far seven. in this football game would be finding a way to run the football up the middle. Presbyterian continues to not give up much when it comes to that. Twin backs, handoff straight up the gut for Khalil. Khalil falls forward. Across the 39, down around the 40-yard line, bring up third and four for the running Bulldogs. Got to get Khalil going if you're the running Bulldogs. Well, Khalil will have six carries and 43 yards in this game, but 29 of those coming on the lone opportunity they gave him to bounce the football out wide. Also picked up six on a play that was designed to go inside, but he bounced it out wide. Twin backs once more for Maxwell. Handoff for Khalil. He's out across the 40 to the 41, maybe to the 42. That's where he needed to be for a first down. And they'll give him enough for the first down. They'll move the chains. First down for the dogs. Hard running from Khalil Lewis. That was another interesting one. It looked like a speed option to the left side at the last second. Maxwell hands it off to Khalil, the up back. Well, Gardner-Webb certainly getting creative 
when it comes to their offensive playbook this week. Maybe going a little vanilla on the defensive end, but the playbook certainly has expanded this week on the offensive side of the football. And a stoppage in play from the official. And they're going to review if Khalil had enough for the first down. They're going to come upstairs and talk to the official up here. Personally, I didn't think he had enough for the first down. It would have been close. It would have been a situation where Coach McCray would have had to make a decision if he wanted to go for it. They're pretty close to midfield, and you don't want to give up field the field position battle. I don't think Khalil got it. I certainly thought he got a generous spot as well. I, But give Khalil Lewis credit because it looked like he was going to be about two yards short of the first down and managed to stay on his feet and fight for position to where now you're having to go to the replay booth and decide if this is a first down or if it is not. If it is not a first down, I look for Gardner-Webb to punt the football, especially with a 10-point lead here early in this football game. Well, after all the weather and all the storms, we have a pretty nice rainbow up over Green Harborson Stadium, the soccer field right across the street. We can see it from up here in the booth. And maybe that means a lot of the storms here hitting North Carolina are just about over. I was watching some of the North Carolina game while we were up here getting everything set up and preparing, talking to President Dr. Bonner about the game here today in his suite and looked up and I thought the NC State game was, was bad. Now, it wasn't as bad as that, but they're running the football in puddles in some parts of the state, and it's, it's pretty crazy. Well, being in the part of the state that we are, we are seeing more of the outskirts of the storm, getting the effects of some of the wind. But right now, we are dry as there is no rain coming down. Had a little bit of sprinkles right as play was about to begin slightly before kickoff but those quickly disappeared and it looks like we are about to have a ruling on the field of if Khalil Lewis did pick up the first down or not and the head man says he did not he held up his fist for fourth down which gives coach McCray an interesting decision or did you send the punting unit out I see the long snapper, and I see the hair of Andrew Komornik. They'll put this one away. I mean, with this spot on the field, punting the football makes sense, especially since they brought the football back almost a full yard. Had it just been a couple of inches, maybe then you'd trust Tyrell Maxwell to do a quarterback sneak. Well, Komornik to punt back to return for Presbyterian is number five, Deshaun Davis. They've got creative in trying to get him the ball. He's definitely the playmaker for this Presbyterian team. Komornik will boot that one high. It's not the greatest kick, but it'll take some ounces as it'll be downed at the 25-yard line. That's where PC will start. Well, and this is where the win gets interesting because in the first quarter when Paul Schumacher was kicking the football off and Kamornik, they had the tailwind going with them. There, Kamornik 
kicking into a headwind, and you can see it having the, an effect on the football. Yeah, bounced around, I'd say, the 35-yard line, not the greatest punt in the world. Offsetting penalties there on sportsmanlike and unnecessary roughness. Or the calls offsetting the ball will stay at the 25. That means Presbyterian has started, I believe, all but one drive at the 25-yard line today. And again, Presbyterian not doing a bad job on the offensive side of the football. Cheek, 7 of 12 for 56. We see a lot of completions there, but they certainly have just ran a lot of bubble screens at receivers. Cheek on sack play of the last drive. It's a dump down to number 10. The running back, Daryl Bridges, and it'll be a loss of about four yards as Jalen Foster comes up and makes a great hit. I think that the quarterback, Cheek, there really wanted to go downfield, but just had to dump it off. Well, and with dumping the football off, Josh Ramser and on that pass to flood it away. But is the tackle for the loss is better than the incompletion had to fall down. You never know off those positions though could have been up in the air blitz shown by the dogs quick throw completed and brought down around the original line of scrimmage that one out to Wilson five yard line Chad Jeter for the dog comes up with tackle he's approaching a mark the big Sal's not been reached by a whole lot of players and that is he needs a grand total of 25. More tackles. Three. Two receivers to each side. Cheek out of the shotgun. Play action. Got some pressure up in his face. He has to roll out. Dumps it down. And we'll see if a couple. Great move. There by the PC player, ball trying to be ripped out and finally brought down at the 31-yard line. They got it to their playmaker, Deshaun Davis, who caught it on the far sideline, cut back it inside and tried to make something happen. Brought down and now fourth down for PC. One of those 25 tackles that Chad Jeter needed, he has three so far on the game here today. We'll have to keep a track on that, not just for today, but throughout the season to when he hits that mark. As I said, he'd be only the 14th in Big South history. And remember, this guy's an All-American and a 2017 Reese's Senior Bowl watch list member. That one booted down to Henderson. We'll see if he can return. He fields it at the 20, muffs the punt, but jumps right back on it. A scary moment for the running Bulldogs. Henderson muffs it, jumps on it, and the Dogs will start their drive at the 20-yard line. It's 10-0, 9-0-1 left. Here in quarter number two, keep it locked here on the home of the dogs, WGWG.org. Uh, how many do you have right now? 
No, you're fine. Three's great. Well, the dogs will start their drive at their own 20 with 9:01 left in. Excuse me, left in the first half. We'll see what happens for the dogs on this drive? It's got to be a good one for the running Bulldogs. They're definitely gonna need some insurance going into the half. But remember, both those scoring drives for the dogs were set up on huge pass plays. When come out the last couple of drives and tried to get their run game going. And it has increased since early in the game. 11 carries, 452 yards for this running Bulldogs. But maybe it's time to see Tyrell Maxwell take another deep shot down the field. He's 2 of 4. He has not completed a pass since the 64-yarder to Mike Estes. They've certainly tried to run the ball a little more. They're averaging 4.7 yards per carry. 11 carries for 52 yards. As we are waiting for the media timeout to be over. And it is. Maxwell out of the shotgun. Twin back in the back. Snap for Lewis. Maxwell ends up dumping it just off to Lewis, who makes a move and gets out across the 30-yard line, pretty close to a first down. Nine-yard pickup for Cleal. As right there, you were absolutely right, Tyler. They were trying to get Tyrell outside to make a deep shot downfield, but ends up just dropping it off to Khalil. Well, Jonathan Blackman coming out of the backfield on a wheel route, open down the field, but Maxwell has to get rid of the football before he's able to Blackman just dump it off to Khalil Lewis. It off straight up the gut for Khalil. Runs into a few guys and way to the 35, the first down for the Dogs. Khalil Lewis with a carry. Khalil, nine touchdowns here, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler, 13 is the single season rushing for touchdowns for the running Bulldogs. That is, Khalil Lewis needs four to tie and five to break that record for the Dogs. Twin running backs, shotgun. Horton and Henderson to your side. Half taken. It's a speed option, and it's pitched out. And across the 45 by Jonathan Blackman. And that's enough to pick up the first down. Neil Lewis blocking on that play for fellow back. Tackle made by Nick Moss for Presbyterian. And over the course of the season, that has been the biggest thing to see Garner Webb's impressive start on the offensive side of the football this season as opposed to last year is not having to rely on Tyrell Maxwell to be your leading rusher. 
This one kept by Tyrell right on cue. Gets across the 50, down to the 47, and that's where he's brought down. The one thing you ought to be concerned about for Tyrell Maxwell, it, he's got to learn to get down. He takes a lot, lot of big well, and certainly the more that he becomes an effective passer, it does open up the run game, but you want him to protect himself. That one right up the gut for Khalil Lewis. He takes it across the 45, down to the 43-yard line, enough for the first down, and the dogs doing what the dogs do, grounding and pounding down the field. First down. First and 10 from the Presbyterian 43-yard line. Trips to the near side, one man to the far side. Estes, the man on the slot for the dogs. Presbyterian sends four. Here's a screen for Henderson, who's trying to get to the 40-yard line. He'll be denied of that. Gets down to the 41. Passes complete to Jacob Henderson. As that's a play that is more popular in the collegiate game than anything else, and we've seen it more and more, is a wide receiver screen across the middle trying to get linemen in front of your speedy receiver. Well, we've seen Presbyterian run it already about five times today in this football game. Gardner-Webb tried to take a shot at it. Two receivers to the far side, one man to the near side. Lewis in motion. And Maxwell keeps on the speed option. He's out across the 30 and down to the 25-yard line for the running Bulldogs. The one thing about these, these two guys and, and Tyrell Maxwell and Khalil Lewis, they get lost around the line of scrimmage. They make one cut, and then you find them again, and they're already about 10 or 15 yards downfield. Quick and shifty, I think, would be the best words to describe the quarterback and his halfback. Well, they're both extremely quick. Khalil Lewis posting a 4-4-2 in the 40-yard dash. Estes offset to the left side. Play action for Khalil. They're looking for a man across the middle. They find Kyle Horton as he falls forward across the 15-yard line to the 14. That's enough for the first down. And the dogs marching down the field very methodically. Well, Maxwell actually faked the pass to Horton there, went through the rest of his reads, decided to come back to Horton, and he was still open, and Maxwell delivers the strike. Couple substitutions for the Dogs. Double tight end set. Estes offset to the left side. Brody Rollins in motion, joins the pistol look. Handoff straight up the gut for Khalil. He's at the five, trying to make a move, and brought down. Right around the four-yard line. That was something we've seen already in the game. Rollins joins a pistol set. They go for the speed option at the last second. Maxwell hands off to the up-back in Khalil Lewis. And a timeout is called by Presbyterian. Second and one for the Dogs. And so far, so good on this drive for Gardner-Webb. Tyrell Maxwell has looked like a man on a mission and I can see a very big lineman coming in for the running Bulldogs, at least into the huddle. We'll see if he actually gets out onto the field. That man being Madison O'Connor, standing at 6'5", 370 pounds. Missed a lot of last year due to injury and has not found his way into the starting lineup, but that is a massive human being. We've seen O'Connor play in very limited snaps this season, but down here around the it could make sense to put 
a bigger body into the game, but we will see O'Connor coming out of the huddle, make his way back to the sideline. With this first and goal from the four, and a things and really in the red zone we've seen Gordon not be afraid to pass the football. We've seen Maxwell try to hit Mike Esty on some routes to the back corner of the end zone over the course of the season. Let's go ahead and talk about how well Gardner Webb has done in the red zone through five games. Gardner Webb has gone 16 of 7 the end zone scoring 13 three field goal for the dogs there. Gordon was also limited to 15 of 21 in the red zone, but nonetheless, the dogs on the offensive side. And it's weird to say, and I think you and I have talked about it off the air before, is last year, Gordon Webb had such a dominant defense, and the offense really had trouble putting points on the board. And this year, I'm not saying that the defense is struggling awfully. They've really put it the last few weeks. But well, this is an offense that's going out and averaging 28.8. Certainly a more well-rounded football team this season. This season, a win here to them at 500 on the year. Heavy two tight ends. Estes offset. Brody Rollins in the slot. Estes motion. Snap taken. Handoff up the gut for Khalil. And he's going to... Find the end zone, but fumbles at the goal line. And does he have it? They do. PC recovers the fumble in the end zone for a touchback. And I'm sure that Carol McRae is going to want the officials to take another look at this one. Khalil dove out and reached the ball out for the end zone. They're saying it came out of his hands before he crossed. The plane, and like I said, I think Coach McCray wants them to take another look at this. We'll see if they do, but as of right now, PC's got possession at the 20-yard line, recovering a fumble in the end zone. Well, Lewis just trying to fight for the extra yards there to make his way into the end of the football. And Gardner-Webb will challenge the previous play on the field. Sadly, we don't have an opportunity to look at it a second time. And from the naked eye, it's really hard being down at the goal line trying to see where the ball was and where it actually popped out. I thought Khalil got in. It looked like it. Live stats even had Khalil getting into the end zone. But we'll see what the officials say. And now this is the second time that Gary Patterson has had to take a second look at something for the running Bulldogs. Well, the first time the officials taken to look, choosing to take a look at it. This time, Coach McCray using a challenge. And if any, more than anything, you're hoping that you get the touchdown here to go up 16. To nothing but you have to take a look at it because you don't want this to be a momentum shift to open up the door for Presbyterian 
and just simply let them have the football at the 20. If you lose the challenge and the timeout here as a result of this, it is still the right idea to take the chance to see if you get the touchdown. And we hear from Gary Patterson, who says they got the call right on the field. Khalil fumbled before he crossed the plane first down for PC. And that will cost the dogs a timeout and a challenge. Now, I, when the challenge came out, I was a little confused because at other levels they've got to the point where every touchdown, every switch of possession is now reviewable, has not hit this part of the college level. A sweep handoff for Presbyterian taken by number 30, Michael Hector. It's a gain of five, second and five. And second and five for Presbyterian. Pistol set, offset tight end. Snap, handoff right up the gut for Bridges. Bridges bounces outside. He's at the 35, the 40, the 45. Dropped out of bounds at the 45-yard line. And maybe that's the run that gets Bridges. Oh, Justin Miller there doing a good job to come in on the tackle. Had Bridges. Bridges got her. He might have taken that all the way to the end zone. Miller was got to be. Momentum shift. He set pistol more. Two receivers to the far side. Snap. Handoff up the gut for Bridges and brought down by Aaron Cook and Josh Ramser after a gain of four. And Presbyterian working with about three and a half minutes left in the second quarter to try to go down the field and punch the football into the end zone. The play clock on the fields do not appear to be turned on. It's an issue that we've had previously here at Spangler Stadium. Handoff up the gut. And brought down after a gain of a few. That handoff going to Zola. Now a big third down for both of these teams. Batarian trying to keep their drive alive. Garner was defense trying to step up after the turnover. Two four counting left here in the first. First half, dogs third and five will be two receivers to the near side. That's a draw play up the middle, and he's got some room. He's still on his feet at the 30 and falls down right before the 25-yard line, and that was Zola Davis once more. Great play up there by Presbyterian to run the draw on third and five. Garner Webb's defense did not appear to see that coming at all. And again, though, on the second play in a four-play series, we see Gardner Webb with some missed tackles leading two extra yards on these carries for Presbyterian. Two tight end look, both offsets each side out of the pistol. And Bulldog, he picks up maybe a yard. Rams are in on the middle of it. 
Chad Jeter also in on that tackle for Gardner Webb. Well, the Dogs have 269 total yards of offense here in the first half, limiting PC to only 134, but a touchdown here makes it a three point game. Well, Gardner Webb driving the football all the way down the field the last time out before fumbling the ball in the end zone. Under center now. And it's going to be a rollout. Here comes Jalen Ramsey misses the quarterback. And now he's got open field to run and a great rundown by Jeffrey Peggies to limit Ben Cheek to only a yard. I thought Jalen Foster was going to have him for a blindside sack. Foster nearly gets Got there. He's going to allow him to pick up one yard. But if you are Ben Cheek there, good job getting out of bounds. Two receivers to each side is the look for Presbyterian. Three down linemen for the Dogs. They stay in a four and a four-three look. Have yet to see the nickel for the running Bulldogs due to injuries at defensive back. Here comes pressure for the running Bulldogs. Quick throw, a strong throw. And enough for the first down on the near sideline. That one's completed to Darquez Watson. And that's Watson's third catch on the day. It's a first down for Presbyterian at the 16-yard line. PC down on the 16. They have 55 seconds remaining here. Two receivers to the far side, one man to the near. And it's a fake double reverse as Bridges ends up keeping it himself, looking for the reverse play to the playmaker for this PC team, Deshaun Davis. Bridges fakes the pitch, keeps it himself, picks up seven. And Presbyterian will take a timeout. 44 seconds remaining here in the first half. We're going to keep it. Right here, the dogs looking for a big stop. At this point, if you're Gardner Webb, you're just trying to hold Presbyterian to a field goal opportunity and keep them out of the end zone. And Presbyterian driving the football down the field the best they have all game. And if you're Presbyterian, and you manage to punch your way into the end zone here, the momentum certainly shifts your way to come back on the field to start the second half of play. We'll see what is going to happen with the end of this drive. Can PC punch it into the end zone? Do they settle for a field goal? Or can the Dogs force a turnover in their own territory? We are now in a media timeout. We'll take a quick timeout with you. 10-0 in favor of the Dogs. 44 seconds left here in the first half. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. Get social with the Big hey, South. Hey, Join our always please. growing network of fans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and more. Be part of the discussion now using hashtag Big South. And connect with us through BigSouthSports.com. Follow, watch, like, and share with the Big South Conference. It's Big Time Rebel 
Jewelry at the Renaissance Festival. Presented by Pepsi and the Charlotte Observer. Saturdays and Sundays, October 8th to November 20th. The Renaissance Festival is crazy, unique, exotic, and smells delicious. The Carolina Renaissance Festival. Music. Comedy. Feasting. Discount tickets at Harris Teeter stores. Forty-four seconds left here in the first half. Presbyterian driving there at Gardner-Webb's 10-yard line with a second and five opportunity. They have to get down to about the five-yard line to pick up the first down. And remember, anytime you pick up a first down, the clock stops. They do not have to get this one in the end zone. One timeout remaining for Presbyterian. Heavy set pistol for PC. Out of the shotgun, it's a play action. Looking across the middle, great breakup. And no, they'll throw a flag. I thought it was a great pass break up there from Thomas Adams. Well, there was about three Gardner-Webb players around the PC wide receiver. And they're going to say one of them came in for pass interference. I thought it was a good breakup as well. And we have offsetting penalties, a hold on the offense, a pass interference on the defense. We'll replay the down. Only five seconds come off the clock. 39 seconds left here. Well, we did see Josh Carter just checking the game for the running Bulldogs. Questionable if he was going to play today either. But number 22, who started a few games at corner for the Dogs this year, does enter. No, res no running back in this one. And now trying to take it himself is the quarterback for PC, Ben Cheek. As he had a five receiver set there, no running back next to him. Couldn't find anybody open. Took it himself and got back to the original line of scrimmage. And no bigger third down in this football game so far than this one coming up right here. Third and six for the Blue Hose. The Dogs... I'm assuming we're going to send some pressure. They have Glenn out there with the Ram in the middle and big P.J. Fooey on that defensive line. Aaron Cook looks like he'll bring pressure. Snap. And a handoff. It's a sweep to the outside. Can a dog get there? Hurdled and pushed out of bounds at the one-yard line. It'll pick up enough for a first down. A great athletic play by Bridges trying to get into the end zone with 25 seconds left on the clock, but he'll be marked out of bounds at the two-yard line, rather. Well, on a third and five earlier in this drive, Presbyterian ran a draw play, and they're on third and six running the football as well. Both of those typically passing downs. Gardner-Webb expecting Presbyterian to pass the football, but they keep it on the ground. A goal line set for PC. Handoff to Bridges trying to bounce outside, and a great open field tackle by Jalen Foster. Brings him down behind the line of scrimmage, and the freshman's had a great past few days for the running Bulldogs. And now with that tackle, Presbyterian forced to take its last time out. 
and now you're going to have 21 seconds remaining in this second quarter, and you're going to be at about the three-yard line with a loss of one on that play. And now 20 seconds left, no timeouts. If you're Presbyterian, do you take your chances running the football, or do you strictly have to pass in this situation? And the hard part about that is you're going to want to run the football. You're only three yards away. But when you run it up the middle at all in this situation, you're going to have a ton of bodies on top of each other. And I know it's not morally correct, and I know it's against the rules of football, but you know, you and I both know from watching games, spending time playing the sport, you are going to lay on top of that offensive lineman as long as you can to allow the clock to run out. So PC knows that, if you and I know that. They're not going to try to run it up the middle. They'd have to bounce it outside. But if there's another open field tackle, you time. And then you try, there's a lot of things to consider. But no, I think PC's going to try to throw the ball in the situation. Or we've seen them try to get their playmaker, Deshaun Davis, involved, and maybe you have a sweep for Davis right here by the goal line. Two receivers to each side for Presbyterian. But you do have a running back in the backfield. Cheek out of the shotgun. Bridges to his right side. Man in motion left to right. Play action jet sweep. Cheek's going to try to run for himself. And he's getting pressured by the dogs. He stays on his feet and gets out of bounds around the five-yard line. Somehow, Cheek got by about four different running Bulldogs to get out of bounds. If he got sacked in bounds, that probably would have ended the half. And that would be third and long from, they're going to say he got out around the seven-yard line. And they just a heads-up play by Ben Cheek there, knowing how much time was remaining in the quarter when nothing was down, filled in the end zone, and no timeouts remaining, just fighting his way to get out of bounds. Really heads up play. A veteran play from the redshirt sophomore. Same formation we just saw running back to the left side. The running back is Bridges. 4-3 look for the dogs. Are they going to send pressure? They do just that. Fade route to the end zone, and it is overthrown. So that corner, great coverage from Jalen Foster. And that bring out the field goal for Presbyterian. Brenton is also the place kicker for this team. He'll try the field goal from, let's say, 25. Now, the interesting thing here about Brenton, 13 in his career, all eight of his makes have come on the road. You hear the block, that kick chant coming from the running Bulldog crowd. Seven seconds left. Kick is up, and it is good. Barely squeezing through. The upright, two seconds on the clock. I'm assuming it's a squib, but a great defensive stand by the running Bulldogs holding PC to just a field goal. <coughs> well, and getting the pressure there to Ben Cheek on second down was key there, putting them in a definite passing down on third and seven, and a good job by your corners and safeties on that play, covering the wide receivers. Really giving Cheek nobody to throw the football to. Two seconds left in the first half. Dogs have a 10-3 lead, and the Dogs have 269 yards of total offense going in to the second half. That can all change if there is a last play before the half. I believe even if it goes through the end zone, just a simple kneel down would 
do it for the dogs. Presbyterian, 155 total yards, 82 of those coming on the ground. Couple big plays on third down. Well, the trend here in this series between the running Bulldogs and Presbyterian of having close football games is staying very true here through a half of play. Well, you look at the statistics, you think Gardner-Webb should be up by more than just seven points, but as you said, it seems like every time these two teams meet, it is a tight ball game. That one's booted all the way down. Rollins has got to field it. He'll do that. We'll see if Rollins has some juice in him, and he'll get tripped up as he crosses the 20-yard line, and both teams will go to halftime. Your halftime score, your running Bulldogs of Gardner-Webb 10, Presbyterian College 3. We're going to take an extended timeout. When we come back, we'll break it down here at the halftime report. Once again, the dog's up 10-3. to 3. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. <laughs> 